What's up, Dallas? Hello. How you doing today? You know, I'm doing okay. Recovering from a very long weekend. We're recording, by the way, just to let you know. Heck yeah! I knew up front this time! <laughs> I, um... For everyone out there, it is a beautiful sunny day. Uh, I don't know how exactly it is in Buffalo, but out here in Sanborn in the North Towns, it is a beautiful sunny day. What do you think of it down in Buffalo, Dale? Well, currently I am in Delaware Park. I don't know if you can hear the, the breeze and the birds behind me, but um, it is very warm. We don't have a lot of sun. We did have sun, but it's very cloudy, but it's still warm today. Not supposed to rain until tomorrow, but right now it's just warm and partly cloudy. You know, I wonder if Lake Ontario and Lake Erie get different weather patterns because, like, we're expecting rain a little bit this evening, and that could probably be coming from Canada instead of, Lake Erie. But then again, wouldn't Lake Erie's weather be coming from Canada too? I would assume. I feel like Lake Erie stretches a lot, like Canada and even like Ohio, Pennsylvania a little bit, right? Yeah. No, Lake Erie goes really, really far. I think, if I'm not mistaken, and here's the funniest thing is like I say these things with such vigor and confidence like I know. But you know that I'm lying on the inside. I've never, ever known these things that I say, but I do believe Ontario is the smallest or the shallowest. No, it's the deepest. I think it's the deepest. So I think it's the smallest. I, um, I, I, I failed science, so I don't really, well, I didn't fail science. I just didn't perform. uh, Well, see, and because of earth science, it really could be science, but technically lake stuff is really more geography. So it's more social studies. Yeah. I was I was good at like uh, like maps and stuff. I could tell you all the countries of South America. That's really cool. Yeah, like the, Can you do that. The Can little you just worksheet. Wait five minutes. Uh, well, it'd be five minutes of silence because I forgot most of them. But like, if you That's gave great. if you gave me a blank worksheet with like South America and then like the countries. The countries in a word key. If you had a word key, you could do it. Yeah, I could do that in like two minutes. You could be right now. You'd be like, well, there's Chile and Argentina, Bolivia, the middle one. (laughs) I I could do that. I used to do. I used to be able to do Africa too. I could do Africa, Africa and South America. I could do. That's really cool. And I guess North America. That's the easy one. It's funny that you could do all three of the puzzle pieces that they say fit together in Pangea. Pangea. <laughs> like you learned all three Pangean puzzle pieces, but uh, none of the islands. Yeah, yeah, the, the islands they get too tricky, you know. And <laughs> we don't really need the islands. If they floated away, who would notice? They're satellites. Nobody cares. Yeah, Zagaki. This is like what was the rest of planet Earth when they were owning all of it. Speaking of planet Earth, I. I would like to, this is just random, I'd like to uh, start the campaign to make Pluto a planet again. Absolutely. And discover it and have it be narrated like Planet Earth, narrated by David Attenborough. Sure, David Attenborough, in fact. <laughs> right. Why is it always David Attenborough? Like, do do, do we have I'll one tell of those you guys why. in the U.S.? It's his English vigor when he speaks <laughs> and the way that he uses the artistry of his theatrical accent. When he talks about things in their natural habitat. So they, they have him. Do we have a guy in the U.S. who is our, or do we have Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman is like that. He has done a lot of nature and science documentaries. Uh, Gary Sinise is kind of like that for history. Interesting. Oh, yeah, Morgan Freeman. He did uh, March of the Penguins. Totally. Dude, who's arguing in the background? Oh, no, those are just people laughing. Uh, people in oh, out, outdoors enjoying this wonderful weather on a on a Monday. What a beautiful day too! I'm so glad. Isn't it funny that I grew up in 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 the uh, farmland north town? So instantly, when I hear yelling, I assume somebody's getting into a fist fight. <laughs> Everyone's so darn aggressive up here. Uh, not not a lot of aggression here at Delaware Park. We have uh, the flamingos are out. You can go in the water with. So, oh, this is another question I had. I was out here observing. What's the difference between a canoe and a kayak? Between a what? A canoe and a kayak. Oh, a kayak is a one-person uh, vessel, I guess we should say. Mm-hmm. And a canoe is like a two- to three-person vessel. Okay. And canoes 
usually, I mean, you can one person canoe, but it's kind of a hard arm workout. I think probably there's outdoorsy folk who are like, what a pansy, <laughs> but, um, canoes are generally two person propelled. Whereas a kayak, you get the double oar, and that's the smaller one where you see people sitting in the middle and double oaring it on both sides. Okay. So these must be canoes that I'm seeing out here. Okay. Makes sense. All right, my uh, my crisis has now been solved because I've been sitting up here just thinking, you know, what's the difference between a canoe and a kayak? Heck yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, question to have. Being from the city and never getting in a canoe or a kayak ever. Listen, I don't I don't go in the water because there's a good chance to, I, I could flip over. I fell off a wagon before. Did you really? That's so terrible. Because yeah. like when I grew up, there's a lot of people that did like hay in the summer and i used to help my family a lot and i used to fall off hay wagons and everybody has a story falling off a hay wagon but mine actually wasn't working mine was during a hay ride so my goofy my goofy ass fell off a hay wagon during a hay ride acting like an idiot as i'm sure you can imagine (laughs) yeah i i think uh I think I just got. I think I just panicked when I was on the wagon and just fell off. But I've also fallen off a scooter. That's a much more uh, dangerous story. Like a motorized scooter? No, like a kick scooter, like a razor scooter. Oh, I've fallen off a ton of scooters. Every, I used to fall off those things all the time. It, I think it's it's just natural for everyone to fall off a scooter. Everyone in my family has fallen off a scooter, which is why scooters have been banned in my family. But now that I'm an adult, I'll ride a scooter whenever I want. So, so my father. My father used to say, don't ride near my car. And I'd be like, it's okay, Dad. I, I've hit your car before. I'll be okay. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty tough. And he'd be like, no, it's not for you. Don't fall off your scooter and scratch my car. <laughs> uh, did you? Oh, all the time. <laughs> After he started making a point to tell me that that's what I was doing, I started making a point to do it. <laughs> Just felt like I was getting something done every time I was getting hurt then. <laughs> I feel it, it's it's a mark on on it's a notch on the belt as a child, even as an adult, to fall off a scooter. Absolutely. Oh well, and here's the thing: there's the as a kid, it's the sober fall off the scooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's the difference. When you're an adult, eventually everyone has a drunk. I tried to ride a child's toy, like I was eight again, hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Like I tried a pogo stick one time, and here's the thing: it, I was never good at pogo sticks, so I don't know where I got off. But I tried a pogo stick one time inebriated and hurt myself very bad. Inebriated. And like not in a way that required a hospital, just in a way that broke all of my pride. <laughs> because the pogo stick slammed to the ground and then slammed up in my head. I tried a pogo stick. I could never, it never worked for me. I couldn't do, I couldn't get it to do the pogo. See, that, that's weird. You're really, you're really tall. I think that'd be like in your wheelhouse. I think I was just too scared, honestly. The scooter traumatized me, and I tried a pogo stick. I was like, you know what? I remember what happened when I was on the last on the scooter. I don't want that to happen again. I want to see if I can get a short interview from someone here at Delaware Park just to add to this, uh, this honor that we have. That'd be awesome. I'll, I'll wait just a little a bit, though. Just a random interview in the park. Yeah. Just to, uh, I don't see anyone who'd be willing at this point it's not the biggest deal don't uh don't feel bad but i kind of I mean you are right now you are coming at people as the random guy with the microphone just recording in the park uh i think it's normal i mean usually you should walk up to you should just walk up to people and stand there with it and like when they turn around and look at you just be like no keep talking i need the noise please <laughs> we, nope, we... i need that conversation stop i'm trying to be normal I, I need I need the background noise. Just everywhere you go, just be like, "Can you stop drawing attention, please? I'm just trying to do a thing." <laughs> let me uh, let let me tell you about my weekend. All so, right, I'm in. So there is there is not a a weekend lately where I'm not doing nothing. It's just been busy, 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 and I'm the and I'm the kind of person who like I don't like not answering texts and phone calls. So, like, when I don't answer your text or phone calls, it's not because I'm ignoring anyone. 
It's because <laughs> I literally, literally, like, am doing something all the time. And that's how it was this weekend. No, and, I know. That's why I sent you the funny text. I know. I know. The worry like, of events has gone up my day one. <laughs> and you like a on ice face, like I'm like, oh. And and I felt so bad because like I I, I want I want to answer it and I want I want to get back to you, but that I literally had zero time. And usually I'm skept- skeptical of people who like who don't answer back. Like no, I'm I'm too busy. Like no 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 no. I don't think you're that busy. But me. I was that busy because, of course, I'm myopic about these things. So it started out Saturday. Saturday morning, uh, I helped a friend move. And that's a – I feel I – don't, I don't – this is a question that I have. Helping What's a, up? Helping a friend move, why is that like a, a big step in the friendship slash relationship? Well, because now you've seen all their crap. And, like, not just their stuff that they wanted you to see in the living room. You saw their crap. Mm. And, like – there's I a, believe that is a very intimate thing. You've seen the person's intimate life. There's Their a vulnerability guy. there. I see. I see. And at the same time, moving is an intimate act because now you've seen the person in a place they used to live, and you're seeing the person into the transition of living in another place. Now, here's the thing. You say, why is it an interesting step in the relationship? But I will say this. When someone asks you to move and you're not that good of friends with them, it feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, to I get didn't... back where? I just heard that guy. Ask him if he wants an interview. He's pretty loud. He's already halfway in the thing anyway. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, no, seriously, ask this guy. I wish he could hear me because so, I'm just <laughs> shouting at nothing. No, no, no. He's, he's on the phone. Like, no one, no one outside of you can hear me right now. And I, I wish that wasn't the case. I wish I could take these headphones off and have everyone here. Oh, everything. that would be the best. I feel like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he's he's on the phone with his dog. And we're on the phone. It's so crazy. Let's see who can compete. It's a cute little doggy. Short little legs. It's going to be exhausted after like 500 feet. I know he's shouting on the phone. <laughs> I know sometimes when I call you and we do it over, like we do the uh, podcast with the phone, I get tired pacing around as I do. Because I'm all ADHD and I'm walking back back and forth, either in my driveway or in my backyard. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, huh, I got to sit down. What's wrong with me? Oh, yeah, I'm talking on the phone. I'm walking and chewing bubble gum. <laughs> and I just sit the whole time. Just well, here's relaxing. the thing. You, you've always been rather cool and smooth, and I've always been rather... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so I, I'm, help, I'm helping the friend move. and that, that Actually, I'm just, I want to say that's a very good way of putting it. The, the transition of seeing someone move from a place they used to live to a new place, and that transition can be a little bit vulnerable. And as, asking friends to help you in that process, I can understand how that can be. You're, you're pretty much inserting them into your new life. That you're starting. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. You have to invite the person over after they've helped you move because that's a big thing. Yeah. So you got to let them see the place as it was meant to be because now they've seen it like garbage. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they helped you move. So in a way, it's like a first date, but it's like a first date with a friend that you've known for a while. Yeah. So it's like one of those. It's like one of those. We're moving this onward. So you're you're courting for a day. And like, I, no, let me get this for you. Let and, me get that door. And and I witnessed this, and I and I won't uh, 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 give all the details. But like, moving is a is a stressful time, and you're with this friend, and you're seeing them in their most vulnerable state, and now they're stressed out because. You know, they have to direct people and they I, I, I felt this when I was moving um, where you have a vision in your head of how you want to pack things and how you want to move things out. And it's it's better to just do it yourself because it's all in your head than to explain to other people how you want it done. And I could totally s- and I could see like the stress building up it was like, no, 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 don't don't do it that way. No, no, I'm going to wait and do that. I was doing we're going to do this first. And you can just see the stress building up. And it's for me. I get stressed when I see other people stressed. Like, I don't really get stressed, but when other people get stressed and I'm around them, that's when I get stressed. And it's like, ah. Well, that's. Ah. 
So which would you say is worse, being the mover or the or the mover helper? Hmm. Uh, for 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 me, I think the mover because how I how I grew up, where I, where I grew up you know, on the on the east side in the hood, you know, where you don't call the the movers. Your mover was a guy named Curtis, and he came over and he had uh, painted jeans with like paint spots on them, some boots, and a t-shirt and a and a dad cap. And he helped oh, yeah? move everything. Like he could pick was up a couch Was he also a curly haired, greasy Italian? What are you talking about, stereotypes? <laughs> Is this what you are you describing my people, the movers, the mover generation? Yeah, man, where do you uh, want it? Uh, overalls and t shirt, dad cap. I got that. No, no, no. Th- this guy didn't come in a U haul, he came in a pickup truck. <laughs> and he could pick up a couch all by himself. He could though. Yeah. What happened to those guys? <laughs> we we have to become those new. We have to become the new Curtis. I can't be that guy, Uncle I, Kurt, as we called him, yeah. Uncle, or Cord, Uncle Cord, in our family. We uh. He was a very tough guy. They were all tough guys, all these guys. They had that Especially old in, in our family. Like, in our family, a lot of them were farmers. So, imagine getting pwned by an old farmer. <laughs> that was like my everyday existence. <laughs> like, hey, Grandpa, can you open this for me? And he literally does it one-handed, like just spins the cap off with two fingers. And I'm like, yeah. And he does it without looking because he's working on something and bothered by my asking. <laughs> but he's my grandpa, so he's not going to yell at me. Right. So it's that old man's train. Yeah, he just opens it one-handed and then hands it back like, get away from me. <laughs> and not only could this Curtis help you move, but he could also mow your grass. And if your car broke down, he could fix that too. He and was, somehow all call. of that would happen in the same day yeah. because he noticed the grass was too long and then your car would break down because he was there, of course. <laughs> so he'd have to tell you how crappy you are to your car. <laughs> uh, if you don't change the rides, this is going to get shot again. Yeah, it's just my opinion. Yep. And you just give him $130 and you're, you're, your problem are solved. That was your whole day. Ah, the 60s. I loved it. I mean, there were a lot of problems. What was Vietnam and civil rights and racism and uh that those things are over now though <laughs> well hopefully not not civil rights <laughs> oh, yeah, that's over they ended that yeah that, we're just we're, we're all finished it's modern america finished <laughs> but uh to answer your question i think for me it'd be the mover because when i was helping to move like my mentality was I am now Curtis. You tell me what needs to get picked up and what needs to go where, and I got it, and I could do it myself. I was lifting up tables. I was lifting up shelves, and I, and I was working at a fast pace. But as the mover, you got to, like, direct that stuff, and it's all in your head. You know what you want it to look like, and it's it, like I said, it's just easier to just do it yourself than to explain to other people how you want it done. And that's the stressful part. So that was my Saturday morning. And Can I, I describe that. to you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm totally interrupting. No, I got to stop good. you. Guys. What a jerk. <laughs> and it's a, and here's the thing. It's getting recorded. My ignorance. Like, just straight up interrupting. I mean. Conversational ignorance. This is why I said civil rights is dead. Stop. <laughs> Come on. Why would you put that in the recording, you jerk? No. Listen, all the jokes were funny until right now. You just made all the things I said unfunny. You took the wind out of my sails, and now I look terrible. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll make up for it. We'll make up for you it. Bastard. You bastard. You <laughs> bastard. Call me back sometime so I don't feel like such a jackass. <laughs> so so that was my Saturday morning. I did that till about 3. Then I went home, took a nap, because of course you take a nap. And then I got ready for the improv show that I did with Western New York Improv. And By it, the way, guys, this guy's an improv artist. Please go see him. He rocks. Do a lot of improv. Uh, someone. So one of the suggestions that I got. So remember, we remember I called you before the show, and we talked oh. about uh, that line to cross. Like if it, if an audience member suggests something like Hitler or Mussolini, then you kind of have to go with it. 
Absolutely. At the show, the first suggestion that we got, guess who we got? Hitler? Mussolini. The one the one that you brought up. And I just couldn't Oh my stop God. And you were like, <laughs> Where's Andrew? Dang yeah. it. <laughs> it was great. It was great. <laughs> and uh so the game was the dating game and uh the audience suggested that one person was Mussolini. Uh, another person was a prairie dog, and I got the suggestion. I had to be Bob Dylan, and then the person. So you did the voice of Bob Dylan and uh, <laughs> argued with Mussolini. I attempted a voice of Bob Dylan. At the moment, I couldn't think of any Bob Dylan song, so I just went with a sad, like almost suave kind of voice. I tried to emphasize sadness because that's what I that's what that's how I picture Bob Dylan, just a sad guitar player. I always imagine him as sort of a uh, a sad. Um, I mean, he's folky, so some of the songs are happy, but like mm-hmm. he's more like a like a sad, boring tone yeah. that is interesting with the poetry. Yeah, yeah. And then it's all this. Uh, well, like I said, oh, that would be great. You're doing Bob Dylan. You're just straight up like, who threw that bottle in the street, man? I don't care who threw it. I just want to know who threw it, man. <laughs> Like crazy Bob Dylan, like from 03. <laughs> Mussolini, you can't talk the way you do, man. It's not even cool, brother. And it's great to hear you do that because that's kind of how I went about it. And she guessed totally. all of us. She got she got it all right. That's she, awesome. She guessed Mussolini. She so guessed somebody brought up Mussolini. Who does that? Like, <laughs> who? All right. Anyone in the viewing public who wants to go to a comedy show, why do you want to hear jokes about that stuff? <laughs> Like, why do you put comedians in that place? Like, don't get me wrong. To be a comedian and put in that place, yes, it is your job to interestingly bounce that topic and make it funny. Totally. I mean, somebody brought it up. Now it's in the air. What are you going to do? You're a performer. Mm-hmm. But why do you? Why do people bring that up? <laughs> like, why is somebody like, fascism? Oh, why is that funny to you, ma'am? Like, what do you want? What do you want me to say? What is the joke in your head that you think is going to happen? What am I supposed to do, Monty Python, and change everybody's name around like it's 1965 and it's still okay? And it's funny because, like, it and at an improv show, not only are the performers doing improv, but the audience kind of doing improv too. And your your last resort when you can't think of anything is to go to something either dirty or on the edge of inappropriate like Hitler or Mussolini or uh, a dirty joke innuendo see now what would have been funny is if you did uh, like a Mussolini if you did lines from it like a speech but you did them in a different leader's voice like Stalin like you just say the wrong thing <laughs> we will take over Ethiopia I don't know. I'm losing this one already. This isn't funny at all. I'm just gone down a rabbit hole of Mussolini and fascism. So I will, I will, uh, I will turn the page. So that was my Saturday, Saturday night. And... I will turn the page. <laughs> so there's already been some crazy topics this episode. <laughs> Transition. Uh, so, so that was Saturday night. I went out with the with the actors after that, and then I went home to my kitten, and um, I went to sleep. And then Sunday morning, I did like a soccer drop-in and play thing at Independent Health. They did a, a startup summer event at Wilkinson Point. Uh, no one showed up, but that was fine. Nice. I did that. I did that nice. about three-ish again. Went back home, took a nap, and then I volunteered for this uh, this comedy event at a church over on the east side on uh, Fillmore and Kensington. I forget what the church was called let me look it up really quick because it was a really nice church over on the east side that i didn't even realize was over there the church was called uh sword of the spirit ministries on kensington avenue uh there was a comedy event a bunch of stand-up comics came and they did like a like an event that which they labeled as healing comedy for healing so like you know laughter is the best medicine and in a city that really needed it uh, they did some some comedy and it was at a church, so it wasn't inappropriate. It was just it was just pure funniness and just uh, a really good time. Uh, Mark Gregory, Dick Gregory's nephew, was there. He was really fun. He was hilarious. Uh, Josiah Jones was another comedian who was there. He was funny. 
Stefan Rakett. He was hilarious. It was a really good event, and I got to be an usher for it. And it was really, really cool. And um, just for a lot of people in the city, if you were if you were there or if you weren't there, uh, it was a really good time and just a lot of laughs and just good feelings overall. On a night that Dave Chappelle was also in town, um, which is, I, I thought about it, and the Pride Parade was also yesterday, and Dave Chappelle was also in town doing a comedy event. And the dichotomy of that is funny. We don't have to go into it, but I just wanted to bring that up as a interesting thing that happened yesterday. Thanks for putting up that wall. I appreciate you. You're welcome. We don't have to get into it. You're just like, <laughs> we're not going to go there, but it was an interesting point. You know, I just, I just, you know, I'm not the telling joke people is what not to think. The joke. I'm just asking people. You just made an anti-joke. Too. That was a perfect anti-joke. Anti-joke. Ew. That was like those jokes from like when we were in high school. Like somebody's like, how do you make a plumber cry? How? He killed his family. Like that's what you did. Like there's no joke here. It's just weird. <laughs> or what's worse than finding a worm in your apple? Finding half a worm in your apple? Oh, that is worse. <laughs> that would be disgusting. Like, uh, what was it? Like, I used to love when they just get insane. Like, in middle school, the middle school ones were the weirdest ones. Like, hey, why did Bozo the Clown fall off the swing? Why? Because somebody shot him in the face. <laughs> be like, good God, what did you kids come up with? <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Or or uh, the one, why did Sally fall off the swing? Because she had no she arms? She had no arms. Yeah. Those are bad. Knock, knock. Who's there? Not Sally. <laughs> why? Not Sally who? <laughs> No, because she had no arms, you Jerry. <laughs> I was supposed to make her laugh on the first one. I, uh, <laughs> I I repressed those memories from my mind. <laughs> but yeah, that that was that was my weekend. It was very busy. Uh, lots of things. That's a crazy do. weekend. And I'm taking this Monday to just sit in the park and record. Nah, you deserve it. You definitely deserve a Monday. Hey, I heard you on the TV today. Really? You were what? talking about a fundraiser. I was? That's not good. That's that's not good when you record so much stuff that you don't know where you're being uh, recorded at. <laughs> yeah, you were on the TV. You rock. You sound really cool. Thank you. You sounded very confident, very crystal clear, very smooth, very Dallas-like. You know, I try my best. Whoa, something just happened. See, and what's me? cool about you is like you got this cool voice where you fit in almost anywhere there's a radio and uh, if there's not a radio show my voice doesn't belong on the radio I think like if i'm not a if i'm not a morning dj making fun of stuff there's no way people are listening to my voice on the radio i feel like that's your spot though morning radio absolutely dude i i, I hope it was i wish it wasn't dying <laughs> Like if this was 1965, I'd be like, let's start a radio station. Or at least by 1970, we'll have a thing. Morning radio or late night radio? That that could be the thing. Honestly, dude, I would love nighttime radio. Have a cult following of like dedicated listeners. Make jokes about everything all the time. Take nothing seriously. Absolutely, it's just all shenanigans. Dude, and like here's the thing, I want like and. Viewers out there, please share the share the heck out of our stuff because I want us to get this big. I want to get big enough where we can do the prank phone call thing. But you just you have to be influential first, otherwise you're just two jerks making prank phone calls. And what what's wrong with that? You know what? Maybe there's nothing wrong with that, Dallas. Maybe we just start cold calling telemarketers and making weird requests. I think we should. If you have a way to record that, I say we start a new segment called Calling Telemarketing Agency. <laughs> yeah. we, I, I feel like there is a way I, we could record it, and I could figure out a way to do it. Uh, so right now, I am uh, just to give you some play-by-play, I have now gotten up from my seat at Delaware Park. I'm doing a walk-around, and of what, course— What happened? Uh, I just decided to walk around to see you know, what the scene was like, and I'm getting, I'm getting looks— just a random guy with a microphone. I'm getting looks. You said that with an intensity that I thought something bad happened. Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing, nothing bad has happened quite yet. Quite yet. Yeah. There's still time. There's still time. There's though. still time. I love it. So, uh, other segments. The weather. 
interestingly enough, turned to cloudy in the north towns. That's cloudy funny. with a little bit more humidity. Dallas, if you wouldn't mind not interrupting, I'm trying to do a weather segment here. <laughs> anyway, cloudy with a little bit of humidity in the air. Temperatures are looking to get closer to 81 by 4 p.m. And there is a fire truck cutting into my segment. Back to you, Dallas. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, it's funny you say that because the sun just peaked out here at Buffalo. Uh, it's very sunny. We should get up to about 82 today with a low of 67. At least that's the last thing I heard on my uh, radio station before this. But we are getting up to the 80s. Uh, I will be out in the fields later today, and I'll give you a, well, maybe I won't give an update, but right now the sun is out, still a little bit cloudy. That's what partly cloudy means. There's sun, it's 82, and the low will be 67 approximately. Back to you. Well, I just have one question. Mm -hmm. What do you South Townies think you're better than us North Townies getting up to 82 instead of 81? What is Lake Erie like a whole degree warmer? What do you guys think you're better than us? Shoddy. Uh-oh. I now have, I now have a new update. So I did my walk around. I'm at Delaware Park. I'm still at Delaware Park. Uh, actually, can you throw it to me at Delaware Park like we're doing the news? What happened? Can you, can you throw it? Like, say you're in the studio. Throw it to me out at Delaware Park like we're doing a news segment. Oh, like, all right. Okay. I'm here in the studio, and now I'd like to throw it out to Dallas at Delaware Park. What's going on by you, man? Thanks, Andrew. You like how I did the... the, the that was such a great one. <laughs> I'm out at Delaware Park, and I believe, I believe they're setting up for uh, Shakespeare in the Park. Hold on, I'm going to see. Hello. So I'm recording a podcast. My name is Dallas. I'm recording a podcast about what's that show about Buffalo. Do you mind if someone, if I could talk to someone for just a few minutes, maybe one to two minutes, or while you're working, I could also just hold the microphone up to you. Scott up there. Okay, okay. Okay. Dallas, what in the impromptu heck are you doing? We're we're doing we're doing news. Did we're you just get news. news with Shakespeare in the park, ladies and gentlemen? I believe, I believe so. Let's see. And here I am in the studio. Man, I wish I was field reporting today. Hello, Scott. Hello. My name is Dallas. I'm recording a podcast called What's That Show About Buffalo with my friend Andrew. He can't hear you right now, but he can hear me. Okay. And he threw it out to me at Delaware Park because I'm just walking around. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Uh, as long as they don't take too long. It's kind of busy. I won't, take, I, won't take, I won't take too much of your time. Okay. So are you all setting up for Shakespeare in the Park? We are indeed. So what is the schedule for Shakespeare in the Park? We open the first show June 23rd. It is As You Like It. Oh, I love that. The second show is starting July 28th. That is Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, that's a beautiful. I, so I work with Inclusive Theater West New York. We just did As You Like It, and a few years ago we did Midsummer Night's Dream. So if you're out at Delaware Park uh, coming up the next couple of uh, weeks, so come out to Shakespeare in the Park. They're doing some work right now. I won't bother them too much because they look very busy. They're working very hard. So thank you, Scott. Certainly. Have a good one, you all. And we run the shows Tuesday through Sunday, weather permitting, about 7.15. All right, thank you. All right, so we Callous in the impromptu news. I love you. You know, that was beautiful. I just walked by and they're setting up. I don't want to take too much of the time because they're working very hard. They're getting the stage ready. That was perfect, dude. All right, we got some news. Dallas, that was awesome. All right, we are definitely doing more walks in Buffalo. I'm just coming and joining you next time. We're just going to walk around. That was that was insanely impromptu, almost uncomfortable in a way. Do you know why you have do you know what you have to do? Uh oh. You have to be wearing the set. We can't just do the phones. That's the thing. Yeah. If you're wearing the headset, I bet we can get more stuff. Potentially. I, I do look quite professional. And smooth. I'm not gonna lie. You know I, what? I look good out here. Alright, that's <laughs> it. More walks in Buffalo coming to the public. I'm very excited. <laughs> All right, I'm glad I walked this way. Like the song Run DMC. Walk well, we're going to share that with uh, Shakespeare in Delaware Park because we definitely want them to share us. But that was a great impromptu quick interview. Didn't take up too much of their time, but we got some darn good information, guys. Check out Shakespeare in the Park because honestly, I've checked it out a couple years in a row. And I got to tell you, as an actor myself, it's uh, pretty impressive. Always very, very good work out of that company. And as you like it, and Midsummer Night's Dream, those are two of one of the two of the funniest plays that Shakespeare has. Uh, Absolutely. We, we just did as you like it with Inclusive Theater uh, a couple of weeks ago. We did Midsummer Night's Dream uh, a couple of years ago. Those are some some good plays, some good productions, and you should definitely come out and see those if you're out here. 
All right, let me see if I can get some more people to talk to. So, Dallas, what else is going on in Buffalo? Now that you've gotten the awkwardness out of the way, maybe maybe there's something else you want to approach. <laughs> uh, let's, see. let's see. Let's see if I can approach some more random people. Uh, they probably won't have as, uh, like, good news as Shakespeare in the park. Do you literally, do you literally, like, if there's one more thing to approach, that's another bet right there. All right, let's see. Let's see who we got here. Let's see. There's just a lot of people just sitting and doing actually are they painting let me see if i can come over here and see what they're painting all right all right I'm gonna, i see some people here i'm gonna distract them all right let's see hello hello um so my name is dallas i'm recording a podcast called what's that show about buffalo with my friend andrew he's on the phone he can't hear you right now um and i'm just walking around we just needed to record something before wednesday and i'm just walking around seeing if anybody wants to talk to me for just a few minutes would you be interested <laughs> they said sure all right so can i get I your it. names um i'm becca Aaliyah. becca and Aaliyah. and i come over here and they're painting uh what are you painting right now um, I actually don't know. I kind of just go with the flow with my paintings. I have a bunch of them, and they're all kind of like swirly like this. Really? So do you do you post your paintings anywhere? Do you have any where the people can see your artwork? Um, I'm working on it actually. I have an Instagram um, that's usually just my flow, but I'm gonna start painting, putting my paintings on there too. Get okay. that Instagram. Do you? So what's your Instagram for the people? It's Bex Marie. So it's like B E C C S undercom um, Marie with two E's. Okay. Okay. So what what kind of uh, painting do you do you just like go out and just whatever comes to mind? Yeah, pretty much. I'll do like swirly stuff um, like this, and it'll just kind of get kind of fancy. It looks. I think it looks cool. <laughs> I, I think all painting looks good. I mean, especially if you're a good. Which for right now, it's only like a, a swirl of green, but it looks a lot better than what I would do. A lot better than what I would do. I would have like a spot of yellow somewhere and a spot of blue somewhere and be like, you know what? It's called abstract and you just pick out whatever you think it looks like. That that's that's my go to. Alright, so now we're going over to um remind me what your name was again? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. And we have also oh, oh so Aaliyah is start so Becca, did you start with pencil as well or did you go straight go right for it? So Aaliyah, she's going with pencil right now. What are you working on right now? Um so I'm trying to do like a tree. Um it's mostly like trying to show the connectors like in the roots underneath the ground so they all like intertwine together wow she just got very philosophical with me and it got very very deep do you do a lot of artwork as well um i do not i am more of a flow artist okay so in your definition what is a flow artist um it's personally depends on everybody like for me flow arts is like because flow arts is my muse like i get into the zone with my prop and it becomes one with me that is excellent that is excellent so you start with pencil and then do you go with so do you do you both both of you just do paint or like do you do oil or um i'm just guessing here because i remember taking art class i was good at pastels i was very good at pastels i did a uh, frida kalu is that her name frida kalu i did her in pastel with her little monkey except i made the monkey it's the picture where it's just her and the monkey with his arm wrapped around her neck and i overextended the arm so the, the monkey's arm was like at least five feet long just to get it around her neck but i was in third grade and some guy bought it for fifty dollars and it was in the albright knox gallery so i'm essentially a famous third grader it was up there for like two days, but it's good enough for me. And I imagine both of you will be up in Albright Knox for more than two days because uh, these look excellent so far. And just based on your description, oh, there's a bird right next to us. Look at this. Get We're their in the top nature. three artists. Uh, all right. So I'm going to need from both of you, impromptu, because we do improv over here, together your top three artists. I absolutely love Van Gogh and Picasso. So is that your number three? Or is that number one? Number one would probably be Picasso because he's abstract and kind of like cool with his like shapes and stuff with, you know, his portraits. And Van Gogh because I, he does his swirls. And I love that. That's oh, awesome. I don't, know what number th- I don't know what I would do for number three, honestly. Little spider. Aaliyah? Um, so I like more of like DMT trippy art. So, like, I go with, like, Insidigris and, um, 
a couple other like unknown artists okay okay well i won't take up too much of your time thank you both for speaking with me today this was excellent uh i can already tell the artwork is going to be excellent as well because you are two excellent people so thank you again for talking to me and thank you again for taking out this time to talk to a random stranger this episode will be out on wednesday what's that show about buffalo my name is dallas taylor i'm here with andrew how do you pronounce your last name andrew i always get it wrong Zucari. Andrew Zucari. We're both actors. We do comedy as well. So be sure to listen out for this podcast. You're going to be on it and share it with your friends as well. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Uh, you can find us on Google Podcast and Spotify. Alrighty. Have a good one, both of you. All right. How was that? Dallas with the impromptu interviews. I love it. Well, Dallas on the street. Dallas on the street. I think I broke my my knee because I was I was on a knee that whole time, and my toe hurts. I also think I broke my finger yesterday. And since we got their uh, contact information, we can send them waivers too. We absolutely can. We absolutely can. All right, now I'm walking back to my seat where I originally was, and I think we can we can begin to wrap this up. We got we got some great information today. Uh, Shakespeare in the Park, June 23rd, starting June 23rd, as you like it, in mid 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 Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, I forget the days he said, but we can go back and listen to that. Uh, we got two artists out here painting in Delaware Park. Uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna be something just based on her artwork already. Becca's and then Aaliyah, how she just described the the connectors of the roots underneath the tree. Um, they're, they're gonna be some great artists. So be sure to follow them on Instagram and you know see Guys, their artwork and share their artwork. Let's make sure to make them something. Viewers, share them, share their artwork, and then please share us so we can get out to as many artists as possible. We want to talk to everybody. Buffalo, you're on. You hear that, Buffalo? We're coming out to you. So look out. Look, be on the lookout. You're going to see a strange uh, black man, although he is very handsome, with headsets and a microphone. He's going to want to talk to you and answer, ask some questions of you. Dude, he is very handsome, and he is so cool to talk to. Dallas, since you're at Delaware Park, here's a comedy bit that I've been wanting to do for a long time. What are the bathrooms like at Delaware Park? Because I've wanted to start the IBS minute and talk about different restaurants and different locations bathrooms. Because I have IBS and other people like me deserve a nice, clean bathroom. So what is, what is the bathroom set at Delaware Park? Okay, so I would have to first uh, locate them. Um, all right. With that calls for another walk around. Let's, all right, let's see. Let's go the other way this time. We're going to... You don't have to. Uh, no, I have to. I have to now. No, it's not a big deal. No, it is a big deal. We got it. No, it is a big deal. I'm we're doing gonna, it. We're gonna do this. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Excuse me. I am. My name is Dallas. I'm recording a podcast called What's That Show About Buffalo with my friend Andrew right now. He's on the headset. He can't hear you right now, but I can hear everything he says. And he's not really saying anything because I'm doing impromptu interviews. Could I steal maybe two minutes of your time to ask you one random question? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's, let's do that. First of all, can I get your names? Um, I'm Tara. <laughs> I'm Sam. Okay, so my random question is together, both of you have to form a top five list top five breakfast cereals starting with number five okay this is amazing this is amazing. starting with number five yeah okay well first we need to figure out what's on the list i feel like honey grams yes cinnamon toast crunch is on the list yep. nice raisin bran is on the list i love raisin bran <laughs> Okay, Raisin Bran's number five. Okay, okay. Uh, I feel like one of the pebbles has to be up there. It's got to be Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Fruity Pebbles. Okay. okay, Fruity Pebbles number four. Okay. And number three would be... 
Ooh, what about Captain Crunch? Okay. okay, that's one. I feel like that's Captain Crunch is number one. Number one. Maybe. No, no, no. Captain Crunch is number three. Okay. And then number two. Dilemma. And then number one is Honeygrams. Okay, that's a that's a pretty good list. So number five was Raisin Bran. Okay, you know what? I mean, I'm not a fan of raisins, but I'll I'll accept. It's not my list again. It's your Disagreement list. So I'll accept it. Number four was Fruity Pebbles, right? Number four was Fruity Pebbles, and number three was Absolutely Captain Crunch. Episode. Number two was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and number one was Honey Grams. That's a decent list. I got to say, that's a decent list. You all did very excellent with the top five random list, and I, I appreciate it. You have taken the time for having me give you this random question, and you all answered. I like the way what you did it, too. When we do our top five list, we just go. But you all went, like, first of all, what's on the list, and then we rank it. That's a very smart. at one time, like impromptu you know it was fun did you enjoy this experiment though ad libs only dallas can hear all right perfect so this episode will be out on wednesday uh you can find it on spotify or google podcast it's called what's that show about buffalo uh so you all be on there giving your top five uh maybe share it with your friends as well but thank you again for taking the time what was your name again tara sam all right thank you very much this has been dallas taylor back to you andrew thank you tara and sam had no idea i even existed well, you know, I don't want to give them a ghostly feature. All right, now we got to find these bathrooms. All I'm saying is, Dallas, I cut in so many times <laughs> trying to get you to mess up. Dallas is such a radio professional. He just plowed through that interview while I just said a bunch of stupid stuff. <laughs> you hear me at one point? I was like, Adlibs? Only Dallas can hear. Yes, sir. All right, so I got another one. So my name is Dallas. I'm recording with my friend Andrew right now. He's on the headset. He can't hear you, but he can hear me. We're doing a podcast called What's That Show. Oh, wait, you can hear them? Oh, that's right. He can hear you. That's right. Andrew. So what's your name? Mario. Mario and Brianna. They say hi, Andrew. Andrew says hi back to you. He says hello, just like that. So we're doing a podcast called What's That Show About Buffalo? We pretty much just talk about the city of Buffalo, things that are happening. We try to talk to people. Today is our first day that I've just been out here talking to random people. So I have one random question for both of you. So I just asked uh, them over there, asked them for the top five breakfast cereals. I'm going to ask you both for your top five, hmm, listen to rap music or music at all. Let's go top five musicians. So starting with number five, top five musician. Sure. We we can we can start with we can we can make it special accommodation. We can go number this one. This is a start freaking nail one. biter. Travis Scott. Travis Scott number one. Travis Ooh. Scott number one. Differing number one. What was your number one again? One take Timmy. Okay. One take Timmy. All right. Okay. Number one. That was number one. What number two? Number two is Travis Scott. She just gave Mario a look like, I know you didn't. <laughs> uh, this is kind of high. Decision. I would say T Grizzly. Yep, T Grizzly. Okay, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Number four, automatically Nipsey Hussle. That's a good it. one. That's a good one. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with it. And number five. It's a lot of people. At number five. <laughs> it really is. It's it's okay if you leave. Someone someone's gonna get left out of the top five. It's okay. It's okay. And it, it can change every day. So like they could be number five tomorrow, but right now they're number six outside looking in OLI. Good concession, Dallas. Good concession. She's cheating now. She's looking up. She's phone a friend. You want to phone? Her? Oh, she's phoning a friend right now. Okay, Lil Durk at number five. You agree, you agree, you agree with that one? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's their top five. What was your name again? Mario. And Brianna. All right, thank you very much for taking that out of the time to talk with us today. This episode will be out on Wednesday. You can find us on Google Podcasts or Spotify. What's that show about Buffalo? 
Uh, my name is Dallas Taylor. This is and on the phone is Andrew. They give you a they give you a fist bump, Andrew. Nice fist bump back. Fist bump back. They fist bump right. He fist bumps right back at you. They want to acknowledge your presence here, even though your physical presence is. I acknowledge right now. their presence. It was so cool. And he acknowledges your presence also. He says it was very cool. Thank you again for talking to us. Be sure to share this with your friends and enjoy the rest of your day. Absolutely. Have a good one. All right. We got. This is the most Buffalo. What's that show about Buffalo episode? This is it. This is what I always wanted the show to be. <laughs> All right, so you think we should um we should we should wrap this this puppy up? I say we do it. One last update on the weather, Dallas, though, because I need to know how it looks out there in Buffalo in comparison to here. Okay, right now in Buffalo, we have uh, the sun went away. We got back to cloudy. It's still very humid, uh, but it's very very warm. Uh, no more sun, but still 82, one degree above uh, wherever you're at in the North Towns. Dallas, that was a loud conversation. Yeah, they're they're looking at the sky. That's awesome. Well, the sky here is getting a little cloudy. I think that rain from Ontario is definitely headed here. I wish you I wish you all the best. Well, Dallas, it's been fun. We've got a lot of good segments. If we need more, we'll record later. It's been what's that show about Buffalo? Send us out, Dallas, in the field. All right. Thank you again. Uh, uh, for our guest coming on the show answering random questions and talking to us again be sure to check out uh, Shakespeare in the Park starting June 23rd they'll be putting on As You Like It and Midsummer Night's Dream um, thank you again to the city of Buffalo for talking with us today uh, my name is Dallas uh, coming uh, thank you to Andrew also oh that's my 305 alarm 305 Dolly nice um, 305 Dolly. The reason why I have 305 every day, uh, 305 Miami zip code, Dolly, Mr. 305 Pitbull, and Pitbull always says Dolly, which means let's go. And it's just a reminder at 305, that's when the day is almost coming to a close and you're already getting tired. So you got to pick yourself up and Dolly, let's go get through this. All right. 305 guys. What's that show about Buffalo? Andrew out. Peace.